Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Eschbach. And I'm the other Henchman of Comics, Matt Golden. And this week we're talking about Justice wait, League. Wait, wait, wait. Let me get into this because okay. I know what we're talking about. Uh, and this time I got it right. Like th- This week we're talking about uh, the ex-cop Brian O'Connor and Mia Toretto uh, when they broke their brother Dom out of custody. They traveled border to border to evade authorities. In Rio de Janeiro, they must do one final job before they can gain their freedom for good. That's right. We watched Fast Five. Took me a long time to realize what you were talking about. I'm like, I don't know those names. I don't know those names. But then I realized that you were talking about the superhero franchise that's too afraid to wear capes. Yeah. Uh, but no, we are talking about Justice League versus the Fatal Five. You know what? I think that you and I could break into the comics business uh, with a Fast and the Furious comic, and everybody would love it. I don't think that fan base is, lar- is largely literate, so uh, I'm not sure it would be a runaway success. Uh, it would be a smash success. They love pictures, Alex. What are you talking <laughs> That's about? That's true. We don't even need words. But we will only do books in the Tokyo Drift world. Uh, obviously, yeah. yeah. Fast Five is my uh, third favorite Fast and Furious film. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won't do a power ranking because, I mean, it's such a divisive thing to talk about. So we just won't. Were there only five cars in Fast Five? Or was Fast Five a mix of... Fast and Furious and Johnny Five from Short Circuit. There's nine. One car is called F. The other is A. Another one's S. And then there's T. And then there's five other cars. Oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now I'm bored. Yeah. Nine cars. Anyway, Just League versus Fatal Five is the latest entry in the DC animated uh, movie universe world. This isn't a Marvel movie? Uh, surprisingly, no. Uh, I could tell by the quality. Uh, surprisingly, yeah. A, a straight-to-video <laughs> animated film. Uh, versus a theatrical release. Uh, I'm sure this will surpass Endgame and total box office numbers. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is this is destined to make $7 billion. But unlike the recent DC animated films, uh, where we had, I would say, sort of celebrities do the voice work, like we've had Rain Wilson do Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Um, this had more of the classic actors come back. Who Kevin we got, Conroy. Yeah, Kevin Conroy came back to do Batman. Susan Eisenberg came back to do Wonder Woman. Uh, so it's from the Justice League days. For most of those cast members are trying to do their roles. Uh, in a more smaller condensed Justice League, we we have the Trinity of Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman all making an appearance. And then for some reason, we have Miss Martian and Mr. Terrific on the Justice League. I've never heard of Miss Martian, and I don't know what the fuck Mr. Terrific is doing. Well, Matt's uh, obviously he's never heard of Miss Martian. That shows that he's never watched Young Justice or watched Supergirl. I only uh, subscribe to Old Justice. <laughs> I don't. If it's got young in the title, no, thank you. I'm thirty. How about a DC comic, Old Justice? <laughs> old Justice. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like a a old man Wolverine thing waiting to happen. Yeah, I know. Old Justice. I love it. Uh, I guess they already have Kingdom Come, so it's kind of the same. They thing. do, yeah. Uh, but I enjoyed this take uh, just because it's. I mean, as most things with the Justice League, it's a world-ending threat. Um, uh, is it new- though? I didn't get that. Uh, we do get some new pieces. Uh, we have Jessica Cruz representing the Green Lanterns this time. Uh, she is my least favorite of the Green Lanterns. Oh, and the I comics. actually have that those that uh, exact sentence as a note here. Yeah, right in front of me. I mean, I would prefer anyone else. However, I will say this: I thought they did a really good job on her brief, like traumatic origin story. I thought it was better done here than it's done in the comics. 
I agree. And I've got a whole bit about that too, but like the whole green lantern centric movie, like she's essentially one of the two main characters, uh, the last green lantern I would ever pick for this. Yeah. But I do like that this movie touches on PTSD and mental illness, uh, and how, you know, even, you know, the brave people have to suffer and overcome these tough things, but there's like no fucking plot in this movie. Uh, and before we get into it, also spoilers, uh, for this film and, yeah. uh, everything we're talking about today. Now you know that this is a Green Lantern centric movie with no good Green Lantern. I, I actually liked seeing Mr. Terrific in the film. Uh, why? Because I think Mr. Terrific is a cool character. He's basically like DC's version of Mr. Fantastic. He's one of the smartest men in the world, capable of inventing great machines. Uh, he just, instead of having stretchy powers, he has his T-spheres, which are capable of doing a bunch of incredible things. Like, he may have to save Superman's life after he got cut in the gut. Well, there's a reason why Mr. Fantastic has three other people along with him. Because one person like that is just annoying. But when you've got three other people with kind of cool powers, it makes a cool team. However, that is not the case this time. No, uh, it makes a really cool team. Yes, I agree. Ugh. Uh, but we're actually kind of jumping ahead. Uh, the story yeah, opens really with uh, Justice League uh, 3000 group, or some members of them, with Brainiac 5, Saturn Girl, and Starboy uh, battling members of the Fatal Five. Now, is this the Starboy that Weekend was rapping about? Yeah, the same one. It says, I'm a motherfucking yeah. Starboy? That's actually where the character was born and created. No, or do you think that Weekend just really wanted to play Starboy in a movie? It, no, he, he Starboy didn't exist until that song. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. The more you know, because I didn't, I don't know any of these motherfuckers. Uh, I don't watch Young Justice. I don't watch things three thousand years in the future because I'm in two thousand and nineteen. I'm a modern day human. Okay, that's true. Don't fault me for that. Uh, I hope you at least recognize Brainiac uh, Five from the way he looks. He looks almost exactly like Brainiac. I did. Yeah. I thought it was Brainiac. Yeah, you're like, why is this Brainiac not trying to destroy everything? <laughs> well, he's kind of good. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. know at first if he was good or bad. Yeah. I didn't know who I should root for, and then I quickly rooted against him. I really, uh, I mean, I've read some of Just Like a Thousand. I watched the old cartoon, uh, but I really enjoyed Starboy here. Uh, I thought he was really fun as a character. And he got naked in this film. Yeah. He hung dog. Yeah. Starboy has a huge cock. Well, and this is a, all just Matt just filling in whatever blanks he chose to see fit. I think you stepped out of the room because they also showed his beehole in this movie. Again. It was a very first I've ever seen in a DC animated film. Huge schlong, gaping beehole. Matt's watching Crazy. completely different films or he has two tabs open while he watches. <laughs> I could have gotten something confused. I don't know. I uh, can't believe they showed it, though. I thought that was a fun bit, though, whenever he is trying to get medicine in the pharmacy. Uh, and he thinks the reason the woman's freaking out is because of his costume. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm in the the past or the present, the past for him. Uh, and so he changes his outfit to be completely naked. And that, of course, doesn't solve the problem. Uh, and I enjoyed his power set, too, of just being able basically to control, uh, to change the density of things. Uh, as well, which you don't really see. Very he can often make things heavy or light. That's a lame ass power. Uh, no, it literally did incredible things in in this uh, film. You saw how powerful it was. Yeah, but why couldn't he just be really smart like Mister Terrific? That's a way cooler power. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was really cool. Uh, but I I thought the voice work was really strong in this film. Uh, and what I enjoy about these animated films is you have a lot of moments and interactions that you won't just get from the comics. Like 
Starboy is in prison and he's a model prisoner in uh in Gotham or in Arkham Asylum. And he's just happy to go along with everything. And he just, he just meets Two-Face and just very pleasant uh, and has a nice chat with Two-Face. And Starboy meeting Two-Face is not something you're going to come across uh, in the DC comics. No, and it was that was very fun and light. And that might have been my favorite part of the whole movie. Because I was like, oh shit, Two-Face. Yeah. And just a casual kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, with Two-Face trying to make him not freak out as well, too. Yeah. Right? And, and just trying to get away from him because he's too happy and pleasant. Yep. Um, and him destroying Arkham was a nice touch as well, too, where we see... Uh, Poison Ivy and uh, Harley Quinn break out of prison as well, too. Yep. So you get a brief glimpse of Batman dealing with his rogues gallery. Uh, so I thought little moments like that are a lot of fun. But the Fatal Five, what do you think of them as villains? Uh, you mean the three of them? Because that's all you see for 90% of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they were three shitty futuristic assholes who are evil because evil is a career option. Like they, it was just pointless to me. Like I didn't like them. Although I will say the guy that kind of looked like cosmic ghost rider, uh, yeah. what's his name? Um, mono mono. Yep. That one. Uh, I thought his design was cool as shit, but the rest, of, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, and then the other two come in at the last second because they tried to make a plot happen in this movie. I liked Emerald Empress. Uh, I thought she, she was, was well fine. done. She was um, fine for the yeah. 10 minutes we got of her. Yeah. I, th- I think it did a good job of making her seem like a real threat. Uh, which I enjoyed. I mean, yeah, she was encased in the past. That's kind of uh, cool. I, I mean, and part of me enjoyed too, whenever the Fatal Five was using Jessica uh, to free the Emerald Empress, how Kilowog and Salak came and tried to save the day. Yeah, that was I great seeing nice. Kilowog. He's one of my favorite Green Lanterns, so I was yeah. happy, happy, yeah. happy to see Except that. for when Kilowog just got punctured through the gut. It was pretty brutal, too. Yeah, uh, that was awesome. That's a nice touch. Too. It, what these anime films always catch me off guard. There's always a couple like acts of extreme violence in, in these films. Like we saw it with Kilowog being punctured. We saw it with the fake shopkeeper being killed instantly. And we saw like him lying on the floor dead with blood and like glass stuck in his face yeah, too. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. Although I will say I'm very disappointed in myself. I just made a Duck Dynasty reference, and I just want to say that we don't support uh, ducks on this podcast here. So please, uh, you're feel, feel free to unsubscribe right yeah, now. Yeah, or dynasties. Yeah, yeah, we don't subscribe. The to Jordan dynasties. era was brutal for us. <laughs> don't like it. Don't like this Golden State era thing that's yeah. happening now. We don't support it. Uh, but real life in, in, in feudal dynasties, we're big fans of. Like, yeah. tech, give me oh, the fourteen hundred yeah. dynasties. But we're gonna yeah, stop the here dynasty, because dope. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so they come to save the end of the world. Uh, Starboy, like Matt touched on how this movie touched on the mental illness. Starboy has his mental health problems that he has medication for, but he doesn't take it. He basically can't think straight. They could have done so much more with the plot with this. I really liked the, uh, the elements that they had with it in there, but I, they could have expanded on it instead of having 85% of the movie be action and fighting, like have a little more story. Yeah. This for me, I thought this was one of the weaker animated films when it came to like the action scenes. Uh, the action scenes weren't great. No. Um, and they were long. They're, yeah, they were long and they weren't great. I thought probably the two best ones were the Green Lanterns fight, uh, the three of the Fatal Five in the prison, yeah. and then probably that first one with Mr. Terrific and Superman versus uh, three of the Fatal Five. Oh, and Superman gets fucked yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. I, I liked watching Superman get fucked up. Yeah, I think I thought that was a smart move by the film was to have them fight Superman 
first, so that way you get a sense of what a threat they are. Yeah, it was smart. Yeah. Sure. What did you think of how Wonder Woman made Jessica's power ring work again? Uh, you'll have to remind me because I don't remember. It's whenever such a forgettable movie. He confronts her outside, or she confronts her outside uh, her home that she's living in and just starts attacking her. Oh, yeah, I liked that. Yeah, I thought that was nice, too. And what I like about that, let's picture the people on the street be like, oh, Wonder Woman's just fighting the supervillain, just beating up some supervillain right now. Yeah. I knew what was going on. And if it didn't work, boy, that, that would be brutal because then there would be one less Green Lantern in the world. Yeah, she almost murdered... Uh, the sweet, sweet Green Lantern. Although, to be fair, Earth has six Green Lanterns. So. Yeah, Je- losing Jessica Cruz might not be the yeah. worst thing that could have happened to the Earth. I don't think we've seen Kyle Rayner yet uh, in any of these DC animated films. I don't think so either. Uh, which is kind of a shame. They should have just made Chip yeah. one of the, the Green Lantern in this film. We did see uh, we did see Hal and John uh, when we saw like, the f- future vision of them like in the hall. Yeah. Uh, statues or glowing statues of them. And it looked like uh, we, it might have been Kyle for another one. Uh, but it was kind of hard to tell from the angle. So, uh, which I thought was kind of, yeah, seeing the future as well, uh, seeing this Martian, like kind of mock Batman, like where's your statue? And then there's Batman statue. Cause of course Batman's going to be in the hall in the future. And he goes, it doesn't look like me yeah. when it's a spitting fucking image of him. Stupid writing. Bad uh, writing. Bad I don't know. Shame. Because Batman, he's right. Cause Batman is not 20 feet tall and made out of bronze. You know what? I take it back. Brilliant writing. Yeah. That couldn't have been better. He's a detective, and he figured that one out. Uh, my, I think the only part that I thought was bad writing was during the Green Lantern fight, where Salak says "fart nuggets" or something like that. And I was like, oh, "Yeah," he I was say like, "fart nuggets." Yeah. I was like, was "Why like, would <laughs> why would an alien who has minimal no interactions with Earth say <laughs> fart nuggets?" Like, I don't know. Like, about like how story. did that make it past all the revisions and past the editing room and into the phone? Uh, it was definitely something that one editor and one voice actor snuck in there together. And nobody watched this movie all the way through when they were editing it. Don't act like they did. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have changed so much. It was so bad. Uh, I thought one of the strongest parts of this movie was actually... Which isn't saying much. Which is actually the ending. Uh, when Superman is racing the eye uh, towards the sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we see him be too late and like the sun essentially get destroyed. Like I thought that was, you don't see Superman fail. You don't see him fail spectacularly in that way. Like his failure is catastrophic. Yep. Uh, and then Starboy sacrificing himself, I thought was uh, a nice little powerful moment to end the film really strongly. Yeah, that was, it was nice watching him die because I don't care for him. <laughs> you have nothing but hate inside your heart. I do, especially for so many of these DC things when they have the ability and the, the IP to make so much cool shit, and they turn around and just fart nugget, just bullshit onto my screen. I think we need to ban the phrase fart nugget from, from this podcast. Uh, only The only time we can use it is when we're talking about DC animated films, as far as I'm concerned. Well, They're you, so bad. You are in the minority opinion, because the reviews for almost all of them have been so good. The only one that's gotten bad reviews was the... Uh, Batman Ninja Sucked. Hey, there are some good ones out there. I'm not going to yeah. lie, but I mean, there are a bunch like here lately that have that we've talked about, and I've been forced to watch because we have this cool podcast that I love. Uh, but they suck ass. So many of the recent ones. They're are. all pretty great. Uh, uh, the Superman one that we just did was yeah, awful. that was really good. Doomsday was good. I yeah. liked the Doomsday one. That yeah. was fun. Death of Superman. I guess yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed that. Because um, so, it was a classic okay. good tale. So I'm going to have to pry this out of you. What was your favorite part of this film? Uh. 
when uh, Starboy hung hung dong. Okay, so once again, he's looking at the other tab. Uh, my favorite part was when we see Batman and Mitch Martian fighting together, and Batman complains about dealing with teenagers and working with them, and Mitch Martian changes into Robin briefly. That, that was, was good. yeah, I thought that was a fun little quip. There are some okay moments in this film, but. They, for me, anyways, are few and far between. I really liked the battle, uh, and I know I just complained about for like ten minutes about how much I hate all the fighting. Mm-hmm. I really liked the the fight scene in the jail. And oh, well, that's good. I, I'm glad to see that you brought, got some positivity. And for as much as you're complaining about these movies, I'm sure you will love Batman Hush whenever it comes out. Yeah, that uh, sounds great. I hope they don't year. fuck it up like they did uh, Batman Killing Joke because yeah, that Killing was Joke was rotten. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. You well, kill a classic tale like that. I mean, you just have to Jesus. add in a love story between Batman and, and Batgirl. Uh, Why? I don't get yeah. it. Oh, that, 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 that to me is far and away the worst one by a wide margin. Compared yeah. To any and the that's others. the only one I paid to see in theaters. And I, it was like one of those fathom events. Yeah, so yeah. I paid a ton of money to yeah. go see it. Yeah. To me, $17 yeah. is a ton of money. Yeah. Uh, Ugh. Well, so what would you rate this film on a scale of one out of 10? Uh, I don't remember if uh, I don't remember what my rating was for the last DC animated film, but put it 0.5 behind that. I didn't like this. Okay, so Matt is 0.5. That's not true. That's not true. Uh, <laughs> I'll give it a four and a half. Okay, not good though. Yeah, so four and a half. I'm going to give it a seven. Uh, I thought it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed seeing Kevin Conroy come back and reprise his role. I want to go back and tell you all the things that you rated as a seven, uh, and then just. Make hopefully you'll be disgusted with yourself at giving this a seven. No, no, no. Because this should you're be right. A it six. should be an eight. Is what you're saying? Ugh, this should be at best for you even a six. Ten out of ten. Uh, Film of the year. Jesus you know Christ. you're right. This is DC's end game. <laughs> I hope so. I hope they can stop now. And whenever Ugh. Sam Liu, the director of the film, is Gross. accepting the award for best director at the Oscars, you're gonna have some egg on your face this year. <laughs> Then and only then will I apologize. I hope that you put forth the strongest Oscar push for this movie. Just uh, get it I, I into any I category. I didn't have to. Is this is the first time ever with no Oscar push. That's sweeping the awards. <laughs> there was no original song, and somehow it's going to win. <laughs> so, but next week we are entering a new kind of superhero world. We're going to be talking about the film Brightburn. Yeah, uh, which we're both looking forward to. So it's, it's got decent scores so far. So we'll see how we like yeah. it. I mean, it's a it's evil baby Superman, so it should yeah. be fun. Uh, but as always, you I, can- I hear that he hangs massive dong in that movie. Well, uh, Matt's the reason why people can't have their phones in theaters. Um, <laughs> as always, you can email us at henchmanofcomics at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Pornhub. Uh, please like and subscribe and download our podcast. You can only find us on two of those things. Yep, Pornhub uh, and Instagram. One of those things. <laughs> Pornhub. None of those things. <laughs> Damn. For the Hinchman of Comics, I'm Alex Ashback. Uh, and I'm the Fatal Five. Hinchin ain't easy. <laughs>